0: Consumer Watch with
1: Wendy Nola, Thursdays at 8.40. Hello, Wendy
0: lady. Hello, Darren. Now for something. I'm not singing Consumer Watch, just and, saying and now, something completely
1: different. Now for something completely different. Today, you've got the dodgy used car story to end all dodgy used car stories. Well, I cannot wait.
0: Maybe not all, but certainly mine, because in 20 years of investigating dodgy car deals, Ridwan Ismail's experience with the Fiat 500 Arbat convertible, which he bought from a dealership in Clarkstorp, takes the cake. Or maybe that should be the soggy biscuit. So it's full of secrets and lies, misinformation, diversion, the whole lot. It's all there. here's the short version of a very long jaw-dropping story that I worked on for weeks. So last June, Ridwan Ismail of Durban bought that little Fiat 500 for 190,000 Rand from a Clarkstorp motor dealership called Daily Selector Car, which is part of the daily group. He got there late afternoon, he signed the papers, including financing it with West Bank, and he drove it home with a friend. And things went very wrong on that first trip. As it got dark, he put the lights on and he noticed that a gauge wasn't working. And then later he noticed the auto lights weren't working. And then after that, the daytime running lights. So there was clearly something wrong with the electrics of this car. Mm. He took it to a motor uh, RMI approved motor workshop in Durban, which found that the car's computer wasn't responding. That's the CPU. And so they began a manual investigation and what they found was water residue in the car's fuse box Ah. as well as under the carpets.
1: Okay, not a good sign.
0: No, never a good sign. So the dealer principal at Daily Selector Car asked for the report from that workshop and then when they got it said there was nothing they could do for Ridwan because the car wasn't like that when they sold it to him according to them. And this is where the story gets really interesting. Ridwan tracked down the former owner of the car, the woman who had the car before him, a Miss of of Clarkstopp. And discovered that she'd bought the car from the same dealership, had similar issues with it, and ended up complaining to the motor industry umbud um, and the complaint went her way, the umbud uh, said the dealership must take the car back. Okay. So, when he heard that, Ridwan lodged his own complaint with the Ombud, uh, thinking it would be quick, it's the same car, but e- each complaint is a new case. That's and yeah. six long months later, the office ruled in his favor as well. And for a second time, the dealership was ordered to take back the car, but mm. they responded by telling Ridwan via their attorneys that they disagreed with the Ombud's ruling. Oh, Meanwhile,
1: yeah. he's still driving this Oh
0: uh, No, actually not. When he got that water damage report soon after he got the car to Durban, he parked the car to one side. He wasn't going to be driving it. So he carried on all those months paying this installment to the bank and his insurance premium oh, yeah. and getting no value out of the car. Sure. That's never a good combo. So he was naturally rather cross. Understandably. And he did some more digging and that's when he discovered. Now remember this is a lay person, not somebody in the motor industry mm. who's now finding out all these things. He discovered that the car had been written off in late 2016 after being swept up in a flash flood in
1: Joburg I was going to say this is one of the flooded cars yeah
0: remember when we we had the floods in Durban I said what's going to happen to these cars this is a Joburg flood car the then owner of the car who um, Ridwan tracked down and had a long chat to is he's a chap by the name of Iqbal Sheikh who I also spoke to at Leans he told me how many motorists suddenly found themselves floating down the N3 south that day near Mm. Galulis I think it was Mm. he managed to get out of the car before it was swept away and he took a picture of the car which we're going to put on our blog of this little Fiat bobbing along the road turned river. Mm. And we have a sound <laughs> clip, I'm hoping from Ridwan.
1: I then investigated further and managed to find the original owner of the vehicle who confirmed with me that the vehicle was in fact immersed in water during the 2016 floods. It was only after submitting this report with the help of Consumer Watch that they agreed to refund me info. Okay, okay, so it was
0: a good ending, but let's rewind a little bit. After the flooding I- incident, um, Iqbal Sheikh's insurer, Alexander Forbes, wrote off the car, and a report by their assessor reveals that the car was declared uneconomical to repair, yes. which is what we call a write off. Mm-hmm. And the notes in the report say vehicle has no power and does not start, so possible wiring, electrical, engine, and mechanical damage, code three write off. Okay. And there are photos in the report showing an engine and an interior full of dried. Uh, Matt
1: hang on a second What does, what is does a code three write-off
0: okay code three is a car which according to the South African Insurance Association can't necessarily be repaired to the specifications of the original manufacturer so yeah. um, dire was the damage these cars fetch relatively low prices on auction and both the banks and the insurers are understandably very loath to finance them okay. or to insure them okay so the question is uh, how did this code three car land up being yes, uh, sold I've... as an ordinary code a code two means it's just an ordinary use car nothing yeah. wrong with it so red one approached me for help with all that juicy info and i asked the dealership to respond
1: yeah <laughs> well i mean he, he spent one hundred ninety thousand rand on this car yes on a code three should,
0: yes well on a code three there's more on that to come and i'll i'll follow you in in just a okay, little bit
1: okay okay i can't wait more was consumer watch with wendy nola when we come back
0: Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola Thursdays at
1: 8.40. Wendy, lady.
0: Yes, that could actually sum up the story. Uh 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 Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Again.
1: Uh, So how is it? How could a car which was Literally floating down a road turned into a river yeah. in a Joburg flood, mm-hmm. and then written off by the owner's insurer, end up being sold not once but twice by the same motor dealership as an ordinary used yes, car. How does, in crux. what world does that happen? So
0: it's a, an ordinary new car, is a, a used car rather. There's a code two, and as opposed to a code three, which is very different. Um, it's a, it's you know those cars aren't easily insured or financed. Days it suggests that there's been major structural damage, um, and um, certainly shouldn't be la- shouldn't be on a on a, a showroom floor as if there's no issue with it right mm. so i asked that question how did how did they sell a code three car to daily Selector car of clock when the second post flood owner of that fiat 500 durban's red smell discovered that the car which he'd bought as an ordinary news car had been submerged for some time in a flash flood in Joburg mm-hmm. back in november 2016. Given that scores of cars have been similarly damaged in flash floods in Joburg as well as Durban in recent years, it's a saying off air, and It's mm. an important question. How, you know, how are these cars being sold to unwitting yeah. people? Through an attorney, the dealership said they'd bought the car from an auction house as a code two, an ordinary used car, and not a code three, and they had the paperwork to prove it. Okay. Um, and that after taking it back from that Ms. Krubler who bought it and then had the problems, and went to the Ombudsman and they had to take the car back from her. They then had the problems fixed by a workshop, drove it around for a few weeks, no new problems, and so then they put it on sale again, they said, which is a bit strange given that Ridwan had a problem on his journey back to Durban with the car. But anyway... So then I went to Alexander Forbes and they told me that while the assessor's report did state that the vehicle was a code three, mm. after further investigation into the condition of the vehicle and the lack of structural damage to it, we concluded that the car should be categorized as a code two vehicle. The personal company who bought it and repaired it is unknown to us. The dealership has since canceled the deal, as Redwan said, and he has been refunded in full, which is quite unusual in these cases, mm. um, especially as he's had the car for a while. So he yeah. got all his West Bank installments back and his deposit and all the rest. So, oh, nice. so that's a nice ending. But, you know, the bigger issue is the thing here. ask both insurance companies whether or not they had access, that both being... Alexander Forbes, who um, wrote the car off and said it was a code, too, as well as um, Hollard, who then insured it for Red One. I asked both of them whether or not they had access to information regarding a car being severely water damaged and written off by another insurer. The short answer, I'm afraid, is no, not yet. There are moves a foot to change that which I won't go into here but here's the thing flooding seldom causes structural damage and for a car to be clo- classed as a code 3 there must be structural oh, damage okay. you see and I'm hoping that's what's um, going to be Th- that's, that's the what they're mooting as the change yeah. in, the, in the coding um, given all the flooding we're having yeah. so cars can be assessed as a code 2 regardless of any wiring, electrical, engine or mechanical damage huh. which I don't see how that can no be fair sense. to a consumer yeah yeah So Iqbal Sheikh, the chap who was driving the car when the flood happened, is finding it hard to believe that the serious water damage was missed by the dealership he says they should have interrogated the car better and it's hard to argue with that. Mm. Um, and certainly after the first post-flooding owner experienced severe problems with mm-hmm. it, he says the motor industry needs to be needs to seriously overhaul how it works in order to protect consumers. Again, mm. hard to argue with that. But until that happens, protect yourself by having a second-hand car that you're keen on, properly checked out wow. by the likes of Dekra. We used to call it AA. Go, to, go for that check. They must do a proper okay. um, check. Um, and... Uh, you can certainly also I'm not sure how much You'll find out But it's always a good idea To give um, a franchise dealership So in this case mm. Fiat Go to a, f- a franchise Fiat yes. dealership Give them their VIN number And let them look that up And oh, see okay. what they can unearth Okay, so, so, so a what caution happened? retail.
1: Yes, fantastic. Thank you for bringing us this information. Um, and I, I suspect there's going to be a lot of these flooded vehicles we that will be floating. We around. saw
0: those pictures. <laughs> Where are those cars? <laughs> good one, Darren. <laughs> not a laughing matter, but yeah. Not a good not. One. <laughs> so, what
1: happens to that flooded and, oh. and thrice returned fear?
0: Twice, well, yeah, once flooded,
1: once, twice returned.
0: Yeah. Um, I did ask the dealership that, that Daily selector car. They said um, it's currently in storage and they want Alexander Forbes to take it back because they think they, should have, okay. they shouldn't have put it out as a code too. So possibly to be continued on that score.
1: Okay, watch the space. Listen, if you need the updates on any of the past stories and uh, what Wendy is working on uh, presently, her Facebook is, is one of the best places to go to. Plus, if you have any issues you want uh, Wendy to deal with, because as you can see, whether it takes a week or six months. She finds resolutions. Not That's in what In every Wendy case, Nola, I must just caution. I'm, I'm just no, going to say. Don't overpromise
0: on my I'm behalf. I'm going to say, on, in every case. I'm flooded instance. with complaints, <laughs> though.
1: <laughs> uh, Wendy's Facebook is the go to place. The email option is there. It's Wendy Nola Consumer on Facebook. Thank you, Wendy Lane.
0: Thank you, Dave.
1: Darren Ball, Carrie Miller, and Sky Shabalala. Weekdays 6 to 9 a.m.